yeah, it's a half hour of power, the best show, post show, here, on the best show network, there's no network, but what there is is a network of friends and the... There is the uh, AP Mike over there is the definition. When you think of the best show, you think of AP Mike. Oh, yeah. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> when we did the live shows, when we did the live shows in Brooklyn mm-hmm. in October. Yeah. And you, you made a cameo from the audience just like kind of like going, selling Matt as if you were peddling Matt headshots yeah. to the crowd. The... It's, Pat, you can attest to this. Yes. It was, the cheering was, it was like, more than anything John and I got, people were chanting, <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike. Nobody was chanting anything for us. They uh-huh. were, they were chanting. Both shows. Yeah, yeah. Both shows. Mike. And Mike, it, it only Mike, got louder Mike, the second Mike, show. Mike. I guess I blocked out the chanting. I, I, oh. I thought it was more pronounced at the Brooklyn show, so it didn't register this time. Oh, they were chanting. <laughs> they were. Oh, you mean the first, the Bell House? Yeah, show. yeah, yeah. Oh, that was my. It was. They were chanting so much. <laughs> so, how are you? I'm good. And of course, Studio, the dude who built the studio. How are you, Jason? On the Best Show Network. On the Best Show Network. It's like the EIB Network. It really is, and I'm going to start organizing. Uh, do you remember when when Rush Limbaugh with his EIB Network Excellence in Broadcasting? There was a point when his show started, and I think about this every once in a while. He claimed that there were rush rooms that, like in. Like, right, yeah, yeah. you can listen to the show if yeah. you're having lunch and you go to a rush room, right. like whatever, like restaurant or whatever, they, <laughs> yeah. they play the show. No one was doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A I, r- rush room. I will say that when my mom owned a yarn store in, uh, Federal Way, Washington from like, what was it, 2009 to 2012, her sister, my aunt Annie, mm-hmm. is like, she listens religiously to Rush. Mm-hmm. So she would play it in the store. Mm-hmm. So people in their shopping would be listening to Rush Limbaugh, kind of making it a Rush room. <laughs> but was Rush Limbaugh on air promoting? I know, he the never show, promoted it, but no, no. Go it never to got the that. yarn store. <laughs> he never got that far. Listen. It could have, easily. It could have flipped. If you want to hear the show while shopping for yarn <laughs> in Washington State, boy, have I got the. Yeah. The place for you. Isn't it funny that the idea of the phrase listening to Rush means two very different things depending on which Rush you're talking about? Absolutely. I was just thinking the same thing. Right? Yeah. Like, what were you doing? I was listening to Rush all day. I spent three hours today listening to Rush. (laughs) <laughs> you're like it's like either it's like what were you listening to uh farewell to kings that's a rush album right? yeah. yeah yeah that's a podcast i would listen to rush rush on rush like pairing up rush fans with rush fans and they have that to, they have to a, find a way to talk about i the gotta same tell thing. you pat that's a great idea rush on rush rush on yeah. rush Make, yeah. It could Ru- be on the Best Show Network. It could be. <laughs> the Best Show Network with 
Our new show. Hey, everyone. I want to tell you about a new show on the Best Show Network. It's called Rush on Rush. And it's a fun thing. We uh, get Rush fan, fans of the band Rush and fans of uh, conservative broadcaster Rush Limbaugh. We pair them up and we let them talk and just find out. And we find out that they have a lot more in common than that. Yes. Any announcer with that phony laugh. They got a lot more in common. And we find out they got a lot more in common. It's like, what are you, a horse? <laughs> like you're reading promo copy yeah. for like uh, the uh, the shows that are on in the afternoon on the CW. Yeah. And uh, later today we've got uh, on a special episode of Arrow. Uh, <laughs> Arrow finds out that uh, he's not the only one. <laughs> and then tonight. The special episode of uh, Flash, the Flash finds out that when it comes to running fast, he's not the owner. <laughs> that horse cadence. Yeah. He finds out. <laughs> and Pat, a shot of a horse. How are you, Pat? I'm great. I'm great now. Oh, that's sweet of you to say. Let's get this phone. Hey, half hour power, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you tonight, Tom? Good. You're here with me and Mike and Dudio oh. and Pat. Oh, there's so many of you. I don't know what to do with myself. I know, right? It's real it's like an embarrassment of riches. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on tonight? Um not too much. Uh, I'm riding on a high this week. I did something for the first time that I've been wanting to do for a long time. Let's see. Do you want us... What if we guessed? Tried to guess what it was. Oh, I'd love to see if you could. All right. Well, but we can ask you questions. It'll be yeah, like to tell the... Was that to tell the... No, What's My Line what's my would line? have been that show. Mm-hmm. A show that a young John Cale appeared on, by the way. Oh, I didn't know when that. he first moved to New York, he was a part of a 24-hour classical concert that played, and he was on that, and they actually guessed who was. So, let's see. And what was your name again? I'm sorry. My name is Ray. I'm from Richmond, Virginia. Ray. All right, Ray. It's It's something you've wanted to do for a long time. Does it involve performing? Uh, in a way, but not really. Okay, not really. That's a no. That's a no. Mike? Does it involve an animal? No. No. Um. Studios up next. The last time it we played this, by the way, was, was the four and a half hours where we tried to figure out your name. <laughs> the Slaw Dog oh, Epic Slaw on the Best yes. Show Network. Uh, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. It's Dog. Um Okay. Uh does it take uh are you is it a physical activity? No. Oh no. Oh Pat. Is it um is it something you could do at home? Yes. Mm. Next question, Pat. Is uh, the floor is still yours, right? Oh. That's, oh, how right. That That's how works. That's how it works. Is it something that could help keep you awake? Uh, uh, no. Mm, not really. So it's not 
You were not doing coke for the first time. <laughs> no. Is, no, 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 that, that was is a that while Is that really back. what you were going for? You, you were, were not saying, boy, my goal is to do some coke. <laughs> and now you call up, because you said you were on a high. That's true. That's true. And it could be something you wanted to do for a long that you never did. There could be a bad version of that also. So it's something. And the first you can, thing I would do is call you and tell you about. Yes, call a show in a manic state, saying you did something you never did. Let's see. So it's something you could do at home. That was what we. Uh-huh. Used, that's all that's been established. You can do at home. You, you could do it outside of the home or wherever. Hmm. Is is it? Does it involve the consumption of art? Ooh. I would say yes, but I'm more of a nerd than most people are. Okay, so yes, it involves the consumption of art. And mm-hmm. so it's the consumption of art, not the not not the making of art. No, no, it's it's a little a little making, a little consumption. It's it's uh, I'll give you a clue, it's a group setting kind of thing. Okay. Unfortunately, you said group setting and when just when it it went over to Mike now. <laughs> As the next question, ask her. Does it involve Tupperware? No. 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 I get it. So it's not Tupperware. <laughs> so you're not selling Tupperware to your neighbors. No, sir. Okay, Dudio's up next. So it's a group setting. How many people did it with you? Not a yes or no. Five other people. Five other Five people. Five other people. All right, next is Pat. Pat's All right, up next. I'm going to make this a yes or no. Did you... Do you see yourself doing this again very soon? Coke. Or in the near yes. future? Coke. Yes. Yes. It's five Perhaps people. on a weekly basis. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, you know what it is? Pat, the next question is yours still. You got the answer. Right, yes. right. Uh, let's see. Do you have a thought? I have a thought. Can I can I bounce of the course video? Of course you can. I'm, yes. Okay. I'm curious. Is it a book club? No. 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 Is a, it a type no. of club? Pat says, "Would uh, this qualify as any club?" Uh It could be. Not. Not. No, I wouldn't call it a club. No, and I don't think the peop- other people would either. Would this activity? You said it was not physical. That was established already, right? Yes. Yes, okay. Yes, it is not. (laughs) Yes, it is not physical. So, five people (laughs) at home, and you do it again in a week. Mm Mm-hmm. You're you're right there. I feel like, you know, we're on the precipice here. But it's not physical. Uh-uh, it's the farthest thing from it. So was it, uh, it was, uh, w- did this involve... It's <laughs> <laughs> hmm. a weird one. It didn't involve, could the consumption and making of art at the same time. Yes. But not physical. In, in my opinion. Okay. Because mm-hmm. physicality that you, now let me just ask as a sidebar here, you would say that like painting, for example, is is that something you'd call physical? I would call it physical, yes. Um, 
there there is a bit of physicality uh use of the wrist in in this activity but um i i you know it's it's all, you're sitting down most likely Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sitting down, mm-hmm. use of the wrist. Sounds like mm-hmm. someone just got a Nintendo Switch. Oh no! For Christmas? <laughs> no. No. Well, I was going to say somebody just got a Ouija board. <laughs> Mike, a Ouija board. How accurate is that? Were you uh, we're, ge- we're getting warmer, but it is oh, not a Ouija board. Not a Ouija. You conducted a séance. No, <laughs> no, not quite. Okay, and Jason has another question. Slightly colder. Were Were you making pottery? No. Were you weaving? No. Did it involve the dark arts in any form? The summoning <laughs> of demons. In a fictional oh, form. I know what it is. Then. Yes. I know what you did. Yeah, I already know what you what did. What did I do? I get it. Yeah. You played Dungeons and Dragons. I did. Yeah. Congratulations. Did. did you think you that so where much. you were? Yeah, that's where I yeah. just got. Yeah. The wrist. When you said the wrist and you said not in some yeah, that. How was it? Was it fun? It was fantastic. I had a blast. Um Your character. My... Your, tell us about your character, please. Oh, I could right. tell you about her for ages. Um, her name is Nalanjana Nariyera. Mm-hmm. She is a, a half-elf bard. <laughs> and uh, she has a focus on animal training. Chaotic so good? She... Where are we at? Chaotic good? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> I might have to start playing Dungeons & Dragons again. Yeah. I haven't played since I was like... 14. I was just going to say, by a show of hands, how many people have played yeah. Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, Mike, in here? you don't even have to. <laughs> <laughs> I played. Yeah, I played. Me and but I would play. Oh, yeah. I would play. Uh-huh. What, if, what if we? Uh, what if we were for the Patreon? What, what if we recorded a uh, Dungeons and Dragons game? I think there's already like oh, twelve that. podcasts that do that already. There probably, and there probably is. Yeah, but I would do. I would play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I would. I do it too. Ray, did you go buy a twenty-sided die immediately um, I afterwards? Have, I, I did. I have. Um, I have a couple sets of die. Like I said, I've been waiting to do this for a long time. Okay, so this is so something you, the, you've been. This is not something. I didn't you, do this on a whim. Okay, you were ready, and the finally lined up to where you could do it. Yes, it did, and it was glorious. Um, I'm supposed to be the face of the team, uh, what they call the person that does all the talking. And uh, twice on persuasion rolls, a critical failed and um, almost had to uh, uh, sell my body to uh, get our horse back. But um, other than that, I-, I think it went pretty well. It was a blast, and I can't wait to do it again next week. And who is the dungeon master? Uh, this gentleman, his name is Eric. Um, this is my first time meeting, and it's actually my, my boss uh, saw a posting at our local game shop and uh, heard that I was looking to play a game, so we got us both signed up. Uh, he's the only one there that I know ahead of time. But, I think I just had uh, a, a, a brilliant idea. What's that, Mike? Do they have adult versions of uh, Dungeon Interactions? <laughs> yeah, you can just make it adult. <laughs> uh-huh. 
You could add in oh, C's yeah. if you mm-hmm. wanted. Yeah, yeah. Because you know how it works? No, I have no idea. Basically, there's a dungeon master mm-hmm. who designs the campaign and is kind of the the host of the 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 game and it'll be the rest everybody else will be a player and the dungeon master will be like okay you're in a field now and mm-hmm. then suddenly some there's some stirring in the bushes and then what do you do <laughs> and so then you if you go into the bushes then you could be fighting someone or okay. what so is that, well, is that you know, fair to first say, you right? have to roll a perception check to see if you even see what's rustling in the bushes or if they get the jump on you. Yes, that's It's true. all about how the how the dice roll. Yes. And you roll these dice that are, are either there's eight-sided d- mm-hmm. die or 20-sided, and those will tell the – those will kind of determine uh, factors. And when you get in a fight, they determine whether you're – Hitting the person you're fighting or not. Mm-hmm. How high of a roll you get. It's actually, when I was a kid, I loved it. And I, and I ran away from it. And never went back. And Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. God help me. I think I might want to go back. Maybe that's me. Too looking. much of a stigma, but oh, I um, put it seems no, to be. It I, seems to be cool now. I don't look. Is it? I never. Th- <laughs> I wasn't going back to it because it was cool. I don't care. <laughs> I clearly. That's not driving the bus on pretty much all my decisions. Are not being filtered through what's cool or not. It could become your new ice pack, like you mentioned that could earlier. Be it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> just play Dungeons and Dragons. It was a uh, comic book store in Bayonne, a couple blocks from me, mm-hmm. and it, but it was also a gathering spot for kids to play Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would see them in there, and I was like, you know, I just did not have like a high opinion of those kids. You know, they, that's I every comic store. Like, <laughs> I did not have a high opinion. Of those. <laughs> like, come on, you know, get out and run around, do something. You know, quit rolling the around. dice. What is supposed to do? Run around? I mean, we played board games. We we no, we did play board games, but I don't know something about it. You know, it just seemed a little. I mean, the thing can go on forever, right? I, there's like no conclusion, like well, in Monopoly. Well, it, it's all up to your dungeon master and how well he, he is at storytelling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is true. Thank you. Were you a good dungeon master, Tom? I, I often was not the dungeon master. Uh-huh. I would I would like to be in the thick of it, Mike. Okay. I'd be a a warrior. Okay, all right. <laughs> do you Do you remember your character's name? Tom? No, I don't. Uh-huh. No, oh. I don't. Oh man, he knows. He, he, I, he doesn't I, want to let it. Oh, no. He doesn't want to. <laughs> oh no. I swear I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember, remember any of it at all. You think if we brought a hypnotist in here, we could bring it, bring it, bring it, imagine? unleash yeah. some of your... Uh... If you bring a hypnotist in here, the, you're, you might find out my character's name in Dungeons & Dragons. The only problem, the rest of it comes out 
and I can't get that back. Uh-huh. The toothpaste doesn't go back in the tube. <laughs> <laughs> once once this stuff starts pouring out, mm-hmm. you can't get it back. Be like, well, good good news is we found out his character's name was Blorf. <laughs> or whatever. Bad news is he cries all the time now. There were like no cool names. I mean, it was kind of always oh, just Mike, like you could pick whatever name uh-huh, you wanted. Yeah, okay. Well, you don't think Ray's character's name was cool? <laughs> what was your character's name again? Uh-huh. It's Nilanjana. I actually took it from um, a book called It Devours um, by the guy that does Welcome to Night Vale. Um, that just came out, and I just fell in love with the name and decided to use it. I think those guys think this show sucks. The oh. guys. I don't oh. know them. I, look, I've teased them. Admittedly. Oh. I've teased them because I didn't know what their thing was, and I did what everybody who doesn't know what a thing is does. You make fun of it uh-huh. before you, because well, I look. Everything is a threat to the best show. You have to realize it's this well, show. Well, so me, I like it. Look, I'm I I've never I have no opinion either way. I think they're nice guys from what I've heard. I hope uh, I hope it's false information that they think uh, this show sucks. But uh, I don't know. I don't know either which way on their thing. It seems like it's very popular and they do well. And uh, g- God bless them, right? Their, their audio books are, are fantastic. Why can't I do that, Ray? Why can't I do an audio book? Right. Well, I will say um, there, there's about seven different Dungeons and Dragons podcasts that I follow. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, I swear, if you got the right team together and you put one out. You'd get some followers, man, and that like there'd be something there. There's gold waiting to be mined. I got an idea. I recording a, yourself doing Dungeons and Dragons. I got a couple ideas for some stuff. 2018, uh, the 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 dam's got to burst on this. There's going to be some real i some real things coming through. I've been threatening a few things, and now it's time for them to 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 become reality. So we'll see. We'll I can't see. wait. All right, Ray. There's another another call here. I'm going to say thank you, and uh, I will talk to you soon. You're welcome. Have a great night. You too. Bye. Dungeons and Dragons. Pat, you never played? I never played it, but it always looked kind of cool. When I was growing up, you heard about it less, but Magic the Gathering was, was kind of becoming yeah. popular. People were doing yeah. Magic the Gathering and... and uh, and that might be and more card what, play games. That might be more what you saw at the comic book shop. Mike would be Magic the Gathering was a. Do you know what that is? No, I. Yeah, it's I mean, more I'll, of a card based thing where kids can can go have their their adventures and try to top each other with cards yeah. to see. I I remember trying to like get into Magic and I didn't understand how it worked and. I was like, so, so I bought a bunch of packs. I'm like, so I showed up. I was like, so what do we do, guys? We we trade these? Or like, yeah, I thought it was like a trading card game. Them. Yeah, and then they were like, no, you need mana and you need this. And I was like, I don't know what I'm yeah. doing. Like, I had no idea what I was doing. And I, I got about $30 into this, and then I was like, I'm out. Like, <laughs> I fold. Ooh. I'm not going to do this anymore. And it was you something still... called Yu-Gi-Oh! or something, right? Wasn't there something else? Like Yu-Gi-Oh! There, yeah, there's still Yu-Gi-Oh! People, yeah, still, I think. And then yeah. Pokemon yeah. became a card game. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. Now, Pat, do you still have those Magic cards? Do you want me to bring them in? If oh, I find yes, them? I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you? Did you play Magic? No, I was way past my time. Yeah. That'd be weird if I showed up. <laughs> All right, guys, let's do it. <laughs> Here's the adult who bought whatever cards he wanted. <laughs> yes. and, 
<laughs> but what's to stop someone from just like buying the best car? That's what I thought at the time. I mean, I wasn't like, you know, I was probably about eleven, twelve at that mm-hmm. point, and I, I definitely thought like, what? Can't the rich kid just, just yeah, win? Clean that's up. exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, but no one was really playing Dungeons and Dragons, and I kind of thought. That sounded at least more interesting, mm-hmm. or maybe like I had, right. you had more of a chance of, I don't know, doing something. But, yeah. But I don't know. No one was into it. Hey, half hour power. You're here with me and Mike and Jason and Pat. Hello. Hey, Tom. This is uh, Devin and Elmira. Devin in Elmira. Yep, We're, Elmira, New York. What's going on in Elmira, New York tonight? Oh, uh, nothing. I just got off of work. But I, I had a question for you. Let's hear it. Um, I, I saw that you uh, got a special thanks in uh, uh, Yodorowski's Doom soundtrack. I did. Yeah, and I was wondering what the story was there, because I love that documentary and that score. Um, it's not. It's nothing too complicated. Is that the guy who made the movie? Uh, I had been talking to him about liking the movie and um they were looking for someone to to do the soundtrack and I um put him in touch with someone I knew over at uh Light in the Attic and then it came out. Then they oh, awesome. all I did was put two people in touch with each other. Which do, is Do you awesome. have the vinyl, the special edition one? I do. Yes. Awesome. yes. Yeah. All right, yeah. cool. No, well, it's a really I the I love the music in uh Jodorowsky's Dune. Was kind yeah. of the it was kind of one of the first things. A lot of people are doing that sound now for a lot of things, which is like right. that John Carpenter type thick yeah. s- uh, synthesizer, yeah. a- very eighties sound. Yeah, it's just like so. But that movie was really one of the ones to to tap into it in terms of a movie, and it really fit the it fit the the documentary. Do you think uh do you think Yodorowsky's Dune would have been as great as uh no, it, it seems like it would have been? No. Cuz at the end of the no. movie he says yeah he's like then the movie was 14 hours long. You're like, "What? It's 14 hours long. <laughs> you know movies generally aren't 14 hours long." He's like, "I yeah. had the, could not make the movie. It was 14 right. hours long." It's like, "Yeah, I think I think I can field this one right now why the movie didn't come together." <laughs> Because you were yeah. making a 14-hour movie. It would have it worked in the Netflix generation. Yes, it would have. He was ahead of his time. And, uh, um, yeah. You're you're a Paul Thomas Anderson fan, right? Well, yes, I am. I, I just got to go to a screening of Phantom Thread, and that was phenomenal. I, I think I might be going to one tomorrow. Oh, awesome. Yeah, you're going to love it, I think. I can't wait. Don't I, I, I literally do not want to know one thing about it. Well, that's good because it's not what it seems like it is, you know. And they so, never uh, his tra- his trailers yeah. are never are what yeah. they yeah. say they're going. What the the trailer presents itself as the movie is never what the trailer seemingly says it is. But you it's like a great it? Surprise! I uh, loved it. I got to go to the one with uh, all of the cast, including Daniel Day Lewis. There, so that was really something. He never comes out of wherever he lives, you know. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I can't wait. All right. All, All right. right Thanks a lot. Have a great night. Mike. Yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson. Where do you stand on his movies? 
I like his movies, but I, you know, I admit that some of the endings to his movies I was disappointed with. Magnolia and uh, There Will Be Blood mm-hmm. in particular. Sure. You don't like a good old-fashioned bowling alley <laughs> beat down? <laughs> it just, it kind of, yeah, I was like, where did this come from? It, it but if like, you, but if you, to, to me, mm-hmm. the movie is... It literally skips over all of, all he does is want and want and want, mm-hmm. and then he gets it, and you see none of the enjoying or or any of that, yeah. and it jumps right to him as a crazy old man, mm-hmm. like it shows you none of the yeah the good times. Okay, well, yeah, and I he's guess just I insane and poisoned by well, well, whole movie until that point, I guess, mm-hmm. and maybe I should look at it again. It's been a while. How about the master? The master had some moments, you know. Uh, I actually liked the inherent vice. There were a couple mm-hmm. moments in there. I thought it was a little like the FBI guys. I, I thought were a little too, you know, too phony. You uh-huh. know, like too broad comedy wise. Sure. Uh huh. But that one ended well. I like the I like the ending in that yes. movie. I think I like the movie better than the book. Uh huh. Yeah. I feel like the movie has more sadness in it than the mm-hmm. book did. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. I feel like he tried to uh, tap into something with the the just the loss mm-hmm. in the movie that maybe was not so pronounced in the book. Is yeah. that fair to say? I guess so. It's Yeah, I mean, I, I can't remember the book that well, but, you know, I, I kind of, yeah, I mean, it's not considered one of his best, but... You know, I enjoyed it. It was it was entertaining. Yeah. Pat. Yeah. Do you like these Paul Thomas Anderson movies? I do. Was Inherent Vice the one that um, supposedly there was a scene that, that featured um, Thomas Pinchon? Yes, that he's... And I think that people have said that that's not true. That's right? not true. Because, yeah, it's, in all these years, somebody would have crack that code and figured it out i I, i've seen the scene where it's supposed to happen and you can see somebody in this reflection you know you know the scene i'm talking about at the party yes and then there's somebody you see very briefly in a reflective glass last supper kind of table set up well no no it occurs when it occurs when uh owen wilson and uh he finds them in the side room. They're, they're talking together, like on a couch or something. Yes. Okay. And then there's like, you see people moving around behind windows, behind uh-huh. them. Okay. And then there's just like a brief scene where you see somebody who kind of would fit the age. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's got glasses and a mustache. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I could see that possibly being him. Isn't it so funny that all you have to do is not show a thing and everybody wants to see yeah what this just old dude is right. going to look like and then you're just going to go oh, that's, what he is. that's him yeah. like yeah. if he was yeah well if he was yeah. not hiding right yeah you'd just be like oh there he is he's in that thing yeah you're like oh there he is big deal he's like what do you think his face is going to have on it that everybody's going to be like Oh my God, that's what he looks like. It's like he doesn't have four eyes. Well, yeah, I, I can't believe actually he's been able to control it actually as long as he yeah. has, particularly now where everybody has phones. Yeah. 
And, right. you know, from what I understand, you know, he was very, you know, he's like a young child. You know, mm-hmm. I, guess, I guess it's getting old. It's, it's the same with Banksy. It's, it's he's getting older. Like but, you know, I, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd seen stories where people said, oh, you know, their children went to the same school as his, mm-hmm. his child and so on. So, yeah, I mean, it's, everybody, I guess, is just willing to, like, protect his privacy, you know, yeah. like. But he's probably like the only person in America whose privacy is sort of respected, you know? But I, I, I see, I think the thing is, if you, if you make it clear that your privacy is important to you and you don't waver from that, I think people respect that. Unless, cause it's, it's the push me, pull me thing where somebody like when Lindsay Lohan would Court it and then pull back from it and then court it and then pull back from it. So you can't have it both ways. Mm -hmm. You're either in and want to have your picture taken and know, have people know where you're going to be and what you're up to or, or not Mm -hmm. to where that thing. And I know we've talked about it before. It's like that thing where it comes out 20 years after the fact that Bob Dylan had a wife for nine years. Mm-hmm. In yeah, the right, '90s, yeah. and no one mm-hmm. knew about it mm-hmm. because he's not promoting that stuff. Mm-hmm. He's just he's out, yeah, and he doesn't play any kind of game where he teases the the media with it and then pulls back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think I think you can. Some people have done it. Mm-hmm. You just have to be committed to to not. Getting your stuff done. I mean, mm-hmm. there's people we know, people who who aren't who are famous and are not a part of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to talk about people we know who don't. But even as far as having a Twitter account, mm-hmm. yeah. Zach Galifianakis is nowhere on social media. He mm-hmm. does not have a website. Mm-hmm. But he's made, he makes movies. He does. He has, he has baskets. He does everything he wants to do. He just does not play that mm-hmm. game, and yeah. he does. It's not like he does it mm-hmm. and then checks out, checks in, checks out, checks. In. He just is not in. Mm-hmm. He just was never in. Didn't he have a Twitter for a while? He no, he was uh, n- not really ever in. It was probably that a stuff. fake, fake one. There's yeah. lots of fake ones. Bill, yeah. Mur- Bill Murray also. Mm-hmm. I even think he has a cell phone. I heard. That's my hero. <laughs> a lot of people, but that's the thing. You you can put put together a career. I was like, look, Paul Rudd was here. He's a big major movie star. It's like he's not on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He's not doing that stuff. But it didn't it sound like it's like, oh, you can't be in these movies because you're not doing? It's like mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with it. You can carve out whatever life or career you want. I've never had a Facebook. Yeah, see, Pat's never had a Facebook. You're not on Instagram, right? No. I think no. I, I put one picture on there, and then mm-hmm. I, it was too much. Mm-hmm. Was it a massive shirt? No, I, I put a, a picture of my hair, hairbrush with a lot of hair in it. Right across, that was right across <laughs> I, the back. I didn't mean for that to sound like a <laughs> shot at all. Was it a dumb massive shirt? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> what was it, a massive shirt? Maybe he's got your dumb URL on it. <laughs> I put well, one. Well, pic- maybe I should get on there for some promotion. <laughs> you should. That's yeah. what it sounds like. I put one picture up. What was it? A massive shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I really didn't mean loaded. it that way. So did loaded. not mean for it to sound oh. so loaded. Wow. 
truth in jest, my friend. <laughs> so, yeah. I just said, I think you can... I, it is interesting, the idea of being anonymous in an age where there's almost no such thing as anonymity. But it's not impossible. Well, you're off Facebook and Twitter. I mean... Look, I only went back. I did go back on Twitter right. for, for 30 minutes yeah. this week in an attempt to become <laughs> friends with NBA all-star Dame, Damian Lillard, who said that Monk was his... Uh, he had spent Thanksgiving watching Monk all day. So I tweeted at him. Then he did DM me, said Monk is his favorite show of all time, then did not respond to my requests <laughs> to go to the game on Monday yeah. when they when he was at the garden or to give him Monk memorabilia. <laughs> I think I clearly capped out on this dude very quickly. <laughs> he spotted some sweaty... Pressing <laughs> from a guy just like this guy's coming on a little too hot seems like he wants to be my best friend all of a sudden feeling some uh yeah some definite creep vibes i still think you're gonna hear from him but i told you yeah dudio has had the password pat has had the password yeah and i dudio was like this guy from the this basketball player, it's like I literally had no idea who yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. He's actually one of the best players in the NBA. He's wow. legitimately yeah. top ten. It's crazy. That's He's awesome. so good. And um, I said, Jason's like, "Do you want the password?" And I was at home, and I'm just like. Yeah, give me the password. <laughs> it, like, it felt like such a de- sign of such a like such a defeat to be just like I felt dirty asking. You're like, and I then could, I felt dirty saying, you're like yeah. I could do an hour. Just I like, could just do an hour. Just, yeah. just give me the password. I gotta talk to this guy. Yeah, I gotta talk to this guy. Did you change it again? I th- uh, no, please change it. Yeah, I will um, change it. Yeah, I have not gone back. Yeah, not gone I'll back to the account since. I'll let that. you know what it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, Mike. Yeah. You've always got your ear to the ground and your antennae up for, for unique general or, weirdness. For weird, yeah. For, yeah. for the stories or, yeah. or whatever. Anything on your uh, on your uh, radar? Yeah, a couple items uh, a couple weeks ago struck my eye. Um, did you? And I'm surprised this story hasn't gotten more attention. Uh, did you see the story about the uh, Navy pilots in Washington? Who, uh, instead of sky, you know, sky riding mm-hmm. with their planes, they, uh, drew a giant penis in the sky. I, I yeah, did yeah. Hear about that yeah, I saw that. And, uh, of course, some people were, you know, most people thought it was funny, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but then, of course, you had the people who claimed to have been offended mm-hmm. that they, they wouldn't know what to, how to explain it to a child. Mm-hmm. And the thing was, you know, if, if, it could have been a Stetson hat. You could have said, you know, it looks like a Stetson hat because it wasn't. That's a big Stetson hat. It wasn't so anatomic, anatomically correct that, you know, it was so vivid. Yeah. You sort of needed a little bit of an imagination to figure out what it was. But, uh, I'll throw it to the panel. Now that, now these guys are in hot water and, uh. And they are what? Air Force? Yeah. yeah. Or, no, I actually, I think they're Navy pilots. Navy yeah, pilots. Yeah, 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 they're Navy. 
And uh, so they're in hot water, and uh, I don't know what the outcome is. Uh, so I throw it to the panel. Should they be reprimanded, or should they be uh, pat on the back as uh, you know, kind of a funny thing? Sure. Yeah. So, so you're in your mind, they either could be punished or rewarded. There's not even like like it, it could go as far as as this being like a, a, a like a positive thing they did, yeah, not like just grapes. a not just a we're not going to punish you for this, <laughs> or we are going to punish you for this. Yeah, never mind. There's a the third. Other. Yeah, I kind of just like, thank you. Well, either you got the joke or you didn't. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And uh, where was this? Now? Washington, yeah. the state of Washington. Oh, I thought it was D.C. No, 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 not D.C. Not oh, DC. wow. Yeah. Where in Washington? Oh, I'm not, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Well, I guess if you're going to draw one. Look. Personally, should they be doing this? Probably not. Right? Yeah. It goes up in the thing. It, it evaporates. Right. It dissipates so quickly. Yeah. It's like you got, you got to work overtime to be truly to it. Cause honestly, how many kids, truthfully, these kids said, Yeah, mommy, daddy, what is that? Nobody said it. <laughs> no. no kids said it. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it's so, they, so then if, if you, if your kid actually said, what is that? And you're like, ah, blah, 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 I don't know. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, then, then you can say, my kids asked me what the thing and I didn't know what to say. But if you're, Saying, like, my kid could have seen that or could have... It's like, mm-hmm. you just tell your kid it's a... It's, 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 yeah, yeah, like, it's, it's anything. It's a yeah. dumb drawing. It's yeah. a dumb drawing. I, I would think a kid would say something like, I hope these pilots are celebrated. We honor you <laughs> for your contributions to society. <laughs> With... <laughs> With this draw, with this <laughs> air, air porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I would say it's not, it's the kind of thing. It's like, come on, guys. Just yeah. don't do it yeah. again. Let it blow over. What if they yes. drew, what if they drew another, uh, sky penis? <laughs> would you be lenient? Well, no. You what know. if it's even funnier? And actually, it's, 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 you know, it's probably something they cooked up in a, in the bar the night before, you know? It's like, hey, you know? Like, uh, yeah. I, I never saw a Top Gun, but, uh, there's like a lot of kidding around, right? I think. That's, yeah. that's pretty much like 70% of the plot of, uh, Top Gun is drawing, uh, sky penises. I, uh, I have n- not seen Top Gun either. Oh, no. You guys wow. have okay. never seen wow. Top Gun? Nope. Wow. How about, what, how about you? I think I saw it on TV once. Okay, that counts. But like, you know, between commercials, one of those like USA, like wait a million commercials through it. So, I don't know if I saw it, saw it. Right. It, right. it always seemed like a movie that was like the definition of it's like, yeah, I know what this is going to be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you see the commercials, you see the parodies of it yeah. and stuff. And at a point you're just like, okay. I know what the, I more or less can figure out what this movie is going to be like. Like, I doubt I'm going to watch Top Gun and be like, oh my god, I didn't think that was what Top Gun was. And apparently there's a very, uh, homoerotic uh, volleyball game. Yeah. Shower scene. Right? Oh, there's a shower scene too? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, then I think there's, 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 there's some charge 
homoeroticism running through it that I don't know if it was intentional or if it was just I I, I don't I didn't see it I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What about this for for uh, a best show network exclusive? We we just think of a movie like that and then <laughs> you and Mike have to come up with what the movie is like all the beats of the film mm-hmm. and then. If due to you, if you've seen them, then yeah. you, you say how right they are. Yeah, I can do that. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I w- you know what I think, though, at this point? What? I would bet any idea there are three people doing that podcast oh. at this point. Oh, 100%. It's a sea of people just trying to find an angle. It's a yeah. real nightmare. I tell you, it's the best thing about the best show. What's the angle? As one guy shows up, he flaps his lips. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh fake caller calls up. Then some other calls happen. Then these other guys, he, he makes fun of the other guys who work on the show. Yeah, there's no gimmick. It's a show no. about nothing. Thank you, Pat. It's a show about nothing. It's a show. So tonight you said... I was weird. You were very quick to say it was weird. <laughs> and now you've said this show is about nothing. Now I'm going to leave. I yeah. take it as a compliment. Yeah. But, so, all right. We're well past the half hour Well mark. past. Mike. Yeah. At AP Mike on Twitter. APMike.bandcamp.com, of course, is where you can get the shirts. Still going strong. The headshots and the, and the, 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 the music. Plenty of time to get your gifts. Yes. For the holidays. Yes. Jason, any, any, uh, any events coming mm. up? Any, anything on the horizon? I know, uh, Bridge and Tunnel have done their performing for 2017. Right? Yeah. we we're wrapped up. We're working on some new ideas for 2018. Uh, yeah, I've gotten, I don't have any shows in, uh, in December, which is kind of nice. I can, that is nice. Take some time and work on some things. So and uh, around the corner, um, there's going to be uh, you have some stuff for 2018. Very yeah. exciting. Yep. in the pipeline. Yeah. Um. So, so we will all keep our uh, our eyes peeled. Yes. For what's Please. on the horizon. Yeah. Pat. Yes. When this airs, uh, you will have done the. The uh, party, the record release party for the Mary Beth D'Amico record that you have put out. Correct. Which is called uh, Great. Great and, and Solemn Wild. And Solemn Wild. Great and Solemn Wild. And is there a label name on this? I didn't put one. I, I thought about just like naming it something and, mm-hmm. and just saying like, and that's and that's me. But I like I, yeah. I really didn't want to make this my thing. Because like, it's a standalone. Yeah, like thing. I didn't gotcha. I didn't want to make this about me. It's it's her release, um, mm-hmm. and it's kind of it also kind of makes it look the way it's pressed and the way the the insert and everything looks. I think it kind of seems like a cool archival thing that you could just find yes. in a record store. Um, it and, has it has like a private press feel to it, right? In so the best possible way. My hopes is people find it in the few uh, shops that we put it out under consignment. Um, but it, t- if you're listening to this Friday, it is the release. Um, if you're not near one of the shops that we're putting it out at, which is um, Waterloo Records, Reckless Records in Chicago, Jackpot in Portland, and then uh, in the New York City area at, at Academy and. P-Rex, um, you can also just 
get it digitally. Uh, you can stream it on in Spotify, Great and Solemn Wild. And uh, if you want to, if you're not near one of those locations, you want to order one. It's marybethmusic.bandcamp.com. And just to to sum it up, it is uh, this uh, Mary Beth D'Amico, uh was a friend of yours yes. who was an established recording artist, correct? And had done recording in Austin. Things were more produced and had more more uh, instrumentation, right? And you, she was your neighbor, and you were always a fan of when she would make music, just her and her guitar. Yeah, whenever I could see her perform, it was mm-hmm. always just her and and her guitar, and and we kind of bonded over over kind of lower fi records like Nebraska, mm-hmm. uh, Lori McKenna, the Kitchen Tapes, and so I was like, let's just do that, and mm-hmm. and it's it, kind of a beautiful final album for uh, you know to kind of end on, and and mm-hmm. uh, I wish it weren't that way, but sure, but of it, course, yeah. it, you know it. it but you had made this out. You had done these recordings with her, and she passed away two years ago. And this is the, this is the 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 uh, results of you doing that recording. Correct. So everybody should check it out. It's a very uh, beautiful record. And again, MaryBethDemico.bandcamp.com. That what one. That one does exist, although okay. although she parked it, and I don't know the okay. password. And which so. one was this again? It was uh, so it's Mary Beth Music. Mary Beth Music. But if you even just if you uh, do an internet search on Mary Beth D'Amico, sure. you should find it. Um, but yeah, if you are a listener and you want and you have a blog and you want to review it or you work at a record store or any of that, you want to help carry it, you can get a hold of me at pat at wfmu.org. And you should. And I will say that over at StereoLaughs.com, L-A-F-F-S.com, we have new Sharpling and Worcester shirts that that, uh, I am mailing out every day. And we have the poster that we had sold at the Brooklyn 20th Anniversary Rock, Rotten Rule show in October. Both of these are designed by Jeff Owens. They're both beautiful, and um, you can check them out and order them over at StereoLaughs.com. And, yeah, see what you like. And also, Gortz shirts, we're not making them anymore. Whatever inventory we have left, I have slashed the prices on them. They are $10 a pop now. So, uh we're going to blow through whatever remaining stock we've got. That's also at StereoLaughs.com. And we will be back very soon. Thank you all for listening and supporting the show. Patreon.com slash The Best Show. We will be back. Thank you for listening. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>